Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Fresh Mondays Podcast, episode number 73. Welcome back. We are one day, or this is Monday, it is the first day of summer, technically. Summer? You mean fall? Oh! (laughs) My summer has been so complicated that I still think it's continuing. It is the first day of fall, officially. I love fall weather. Mm-hmm. You butt out the boots with the fur, <laughs> right? And you gotta get low. You gotta get low. Little tea pain there. <laughs> Little tea pain joke for y'all. Um, so it's supposed to be a great Monday. I'm still in the East Coast, the Northeast, technically. Um, and I'm excited to be on the same time zone as you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know how all the kids are back in school now, so. For those of you who are parents, I'm sure you're relieved. And for those of you who have to drive in traffic, you hate it because you all know that when school starts, traffic picks up and it becomes a nightmare. But it's nice and we're going forward and, you know, there's only a few months left in this year and we want to make sure to make the best of it. I know a few people had a rough 2019. Um, I think it's it's been rough for a few people. So uh, closing it out, it's going to be uh, like a positive, like finally, like I just want 2020 to get here. I, yeah, you know, yeah, 2019 has been complicated. It has for both of us, for a, for, lot, no, of for we a lot of people, a lot of people, really, really. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think we got to look at certain things as like new chapters or new opportunities. You know, it shouldn't be always the year, the year, I don't know, has this January 1st has this whole, like, the day feels different. You know how, like, weekends feel different from the weekday? January 1st, no matter when it lands, feels just completely brand new. So that clean slate feels nice. Mm-hmm. But we can do that anytime, too, guys. Don't Especially forget Especially because it's super quiet on January 1st. It doesn't matter where you are, but there's something about this eerie silence about the morning of the first day of the year. It's always like... Oh, because everyone's half know. drunk and still in bed and ain't moving. Yeah, so you can still like run to go to Denny's and get breakfast because ain't nobody there because they are knocked out cold <laughs> from them drinks they had before. Yeah, but um, but either way, um, we want to definitely celebrate our wins and learn from our losses, and also say thank you very much for our previous guest for episode number seventy-two, uh, Philippe Phil Nice Creative on social media is how you can find him. Um, really, uh, uh, how can I say this hippie? style type of individual which is very appropriate because when you are an artist and you see beauty in things you usually have that type of personality it's like a personality type like you usually the the flowers are are more blossomed in your eyes and the green is brighter and the sky is more blue and that's usually people who create beautiful pieces of art so we love the artistic community and we totally love the vibe and thank you so much for your support make sure to check out number 72 and learn a little bit about being a professional photographer and uh, see a little bit about his journey that he was just in Jamaica taking pictures of a bunch of models. And I'm sure a lot of people out there wish that that was their profession. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, so make sure to keep supporting the creative community. And if you know of anyone else with a talent or skill that you want us to have on the podcast, make sure to um, email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be more than happy to see how we can work out the interview. Yes, and going into episode 73, we are joined by Taylor Morrison. She is the founder of Inner Workout, 
we're going to learn more about what inner workout means what exactly this program is how you can participate how we can take part in some way shape or form um really focus on self-care and as we were talking about moving into the new year self-care is is a big factor um of letting go of a lot of things from the past of that year so and how you can, we could these can be utilized in several ways so here is our conversation with taylor morrison thank you so much for joining us taylor please everyone welcome taylor to today's conversation please tell everybody who you are and what you do hey everyone um nice to be in your earbuds i guess or on video um, my name is taylor morrison and i'm the founder of inner workout which is a mat-based self-care practice that's really designed to help people start to learn how to listen to themselves and respond in a loving way that is so beautifully put taylor i love like those sometimes the sounding of words of when you're talking about self-healing and self-care have like a nice flow to it so absolutely love everything that you just said because you kind of get into that mood, that right. light switch on. It's, it's like simple and pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain to us why self-care is important and how, kind of how you came about in a workout? Yeah, I think self-care is really important for me personally because I'm really bad at it. Um, I just like to add a lot of things on my plate and then I'll get to a point that I'm burned out. So over time I had to realize like, Taylor, you have to build in self-care, otherwise you're not going to be able to do all the stuff that you wanna do. Um, and Inner Workout kind of came, it was actually a several year process. It started with me burning myself out pretty badly after I was working full time. I had a different business on the side and I was also, um, had just finished getting married, which is, that in and of itself is a whole, a whole process. <laughs> I heard that it's stressful to get married. Like I've heard that. Yeah. That it kind of takes away the magic because it's a stressful process. It totally is. I wanted to elope, but then everyone else was like, no, let's at least have a small wedding. And then it ended up being not a super small wedding <laughs> story for another day. Wow. But How romantic that you're one of those people that's willing to elope. <laughs> and then it became like, of ordeal I can only imagine yes it was yeah. it was a great day but I'm like if I could do it again I'd be fine just going down to the courthouse I know that he's my person I don't need like a whole production but that might just be me and my personality so yeah after that season I was just pretty burned out and I started taking baths every Sunday um one Sunday I was just super stressed out and I was like okay I can't, I'm like in front of a screen typing words, but I'm not actually doing anything. I like my brain was just fried. So I closed the laptop, took a bath, and that was kind of my first real self care thing. And then I just kept doing it and taking baths. And then I was like, oh, taking care of myself is kind of nice and it helps me in every other part of my life. And so I kept going with it. Um, and at first I had started like a little self-care shop of different goods, but that never really felt like exactly what I wanted to do. I'm really thankful that I did it because it got me talking about self-care, but eventually it led me into creating inner workout, which is this feels good and it feels like the way I want to talk about self-care from now on. Okay. So um, regarding inner workout, I know that 
it is something that a person can experience online as well as in person. And I know that you refer to it as mat based. So when you say mat based, I'm a, I'm originally I'm just going with yoga. Is that is that the lane we're talking about? Okay, because that's like a really cool term now, I guess, yeah. for like a yoga instructor, right? So it includes yoga, but it's not yoga. Um, it's a four five part class that's like sixty minutes, and it's got movement, which draws some inspiration from yoga, but I also grew up as a dancer. It also has got just like some good old stretching that you might've done in gym class as a kid. And then you move into a time of breath work, which is really intentional breathing. And then there's a journaling time, and then you go into meditation. And then the last little bit is hopefully you're in a place where you've gotten used to listening to yourself. Cause it's not like a yoga class where it's like, you do this pose, now you do this pose. Mm -hmm. It's all very, the teacher kind of facilitates it for you and says, okay, you're going to start here, but now you listen and maybe your body's saying, you just stay in this pose. You don't need to do the other part of the variation. And so the last five minutes of the class are where you can just say, okay, what do I need right now? And some people will get up and move. Some people will stretch. Some people will go back to their journal. So it's a really cool free flowing time, but you are sitting on a mat while you do it. So that's why I say mat based. So do you have to, so in this case, is it, do you suggest that self-care happens once a week, once a month, or whenever you have one of those, like, moments where you know you're kind of burnt out or kind of at the end of it? Do you suggest, what do you suggest the best time to start self-care for someone? That's for a yourself? Um, I think I'll back up and say, first of all, I think self-care is just listening to yourself, listening within, and responding in the most loving way possible. So I really think that you should be doing that every day. Mm -hmm. Self-care is so trendy right now. So everyone's like, oh, it's a face mask, or like, I'm going to splurge on a massage. Those are great ways to practice self-care, but that's not all that you need to do. Those are my way to self-care. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody yeah. wants Treat me to a facial or a massage, please send it my way. No, but honestly speaking, the whole taking care of your face, um, it really does something for your confidence. I know that it's not the only thing in the world that people should do for self-care, but I'm, I'm a Marley on this one. I feel like once you start taking care of your face, like it's like something that just is so rewarding because it's like, it looks great in the mirror. You look like, I don't know how to explain it. I agree. It's really nice to take care of your face. Face and hair. I think like just going to the hair salon, having someone else wash your head is the most amazing feeling you can possibly have. And so it is kind of like a privilege and like a treat to yourself. Right. Like I'm going to go to the salon and I'm going to get my hair done. Whether mm -hmm. it's just for the wash itself, that is like the most amazing self-care. I right. kind of, those are the way I kind of established, but I understand the inner workout that you're talking right. about. There, there's there's levels. I'm like, I'm at the super lower, like, right. selfish kind of, in, in you know, self-care kind of focus on it. It's, it's, it's like the feminine part of us. Like, you know, we kind of got that culturally. You know, we're both from the same cultural background. We're both from yeah. Dominican descent. That's kind of the way that the female um, gender takes care of themselves. They're very into making sure their hair is okay and that they look presentable is just part of our culture. So that's why that's what we were raised like. And, you know, we have that in common. However, we do agree there's more than just the surface. You have to work on the inside as well. Yeah. And I think that 
it's also just being aware that now that self-care, everyone's talking about it, then everything gets marketed as self-care. Um, but I always want to tell people that there's so many things, free ways to practice self-care. And so I like to think about self-care as being proactive, like the things that you know to do so that you don't get burned out. Like for me, I like taking baths, um, going on walks with my dog, not bringing my phone at all, and just like being outside. Um, I also, I love doing facials at home too. Journaling is a big one for me. There's also reactive self-care. When you're in a stressful situation and you need to take care of yourself in that moment and you can't be like, oh, I'm going to book a massage for right this second when I'm at work and my coworker is really pissing me off. So I like to have people build a self-care toolkit and ideally it would be something where it's like the treat yourself things, the splurgy type things in there, but also basic things like taking three deep breaths or having a cup of tea to calm down or maybe turning off your phone for an hour before you go to bed, stuff like that. Right. What benefits have you noticed um, are the most prevalent when a person truly does self-care? Like what have you noticed is something that you know what, the quality of life changes in this way when a person has no self-care. Like, what have you noticed so far? Yeah, I think for me personally, I feel a lot more self-aware and in tune with what I need. Like, yesterday I had a super, super long day. I was on, I was helping out with a documentary. I woke up at like 5.30 a.m. We didn't get done on set until like, almost 7:45 maybe and then I still had to come home and I was gonna like try and rally and do more work and I went to bed at like 10 p.m on a Saturday night because I knew that I needed it and then this morning I woke up bright and early I felt awesome and so there would have been a time where I'd be like well I didn't really get done what I wanted to do today so I gotta stay up and I gotta hustle and grind and just make it work but I'm finding that when I listen and I'm like oh I need sleep or I need a nap, or I need to just drink some water, I tend to then do better in every part of my life, like work-wise and then also personally. Yeah, sometimes I think as working women, we kind of find ourselves in spaces. I know for myself, like you just want to keep going because you Mm -hmm. don't want to ever seem that you're lacking or that you're not pushing hard enough or that you're not, you're going to miss out on something. There's going to be a goal that's not going to be achieved if you don't take a moment for yourself or like stop. I know me, I'm like a start, like you can't stop me until like I'm at the very, like my feet are done with me. Like they won't let me stand anymore. So I like that recognizing those moments that you need self-care and those moments where you could just take a stop and just walk away or turn around. I know for me in a work environment, I usually just go outside and go take a walk around the building. Like I'll leave my phone in my office, my stuff there, and I'll just go take a walk. If I have like a park or something attached to the building or like a picnic table, I'll just literally go out there and then just take that moment essentially especially when co-workers piss me off because i'd go i don't want to go ballistic and i mean it the sunlight helps in a sense it's like you know you work inside of an air-conditioned office all day sometimes you just need some sun and like you just get a little bit of those rays and it, it does recharge your battery in a way so i totally get that yeah when i used to work in corporate i would just go outside even if it were 
for two minutes and I felt like I was like a lizard or something just like sun warm me up <laughs> mm -hmm. please and the feel the like the texture feel of the grass even at mm -hmm. that I, I was listening to a podcast once where they mentioned that just putting your feet on the grass can be recharging yeah like can just really just give you a whole boost of energy almost like a like a, a second life like you know like mario brothers or like when you're playing a video game you get like a new life kind of in the moment it yeah. kind of gives you that when you just put your feet onto the ground so maybe that works even with like sand at the beach or something like that or like a playground or something somewhere yeah. you can just really put your feet in and it gives you a little bit something to it it's always a great option i love that um in this concept of inner work which i love inner workout because it specifically lets you know that you're working on the inside the mental portion of things mm. um is is this only online community based or where's the physical portion that people can attend like are there how do how does someone really attend the classes yeah so i'm based in chicago so right now in-person classes are only in chicago hopefully that'll change in the um coming maybe six with growth months. with growth with growth yep with that <laughs> um online there's a free online community which is just a chance for people to talk about self-care doesn't have to be inner workout but just to be like hey i'm struggling with this or does anyone else also want to try and go to bed earlier or whatever and you can get accountability and then there'll also be online classes so there'll be different video series and you can buy like the four pack that's the foundation series or there'll be certain themed ones and people can buy those and then just whenever they want to do an inner workout online they always have access to it so when you join your online community because you know our podcast is a nationwide podcast so most of the people that are going to be listening to this specific episode they're not necessarily going to be based on chicago so i know a lot of people right now they're kind of like hey that might be a good idea Christmas season is coming, which is extremely stressful. You know what I mean? So it's like, maybe I need to start doing something that can kind of balance me out and kind of let me chill and disconnect a bit. Um, is it like a specific day of the week that this happens and like, oh, you tune in on a Thursday or like, or is it something that they get like something sent to their emails? Like how is the experience for the online community? Yeah. So it's like a, kind of like a Facebook group, but it's not on Facebook. Um, cause I don't know about y'all, but sometimes <laughs> I go on Facebook and think I'm going to do something and then I'm like way off in left field. Yeah, oh yeah. You, you, you sink into that rabbit hole. Like Real, people's yeah. comments of like, Ooh, they just posted some dramatic shit. And I'm why gonna read it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Sometimes my husband will look at my face when I'm on the computer and he'll be like, you're reading the comments right now, aren't you? <laughs> like, Get out. <laughs> um so yeah so it, think of it like a facebook group but it's on a completely separate platform and there'll be different groups where if people decide like hey we all are moms and we want to talk about self-care as moms i'm not a mom so i can't personally speak to that but if y'all want to create a little subsection where you talk about that go ahead and do that um and so then occasionally there will be online classes that will probably be live streamed and then people can, the recording will be accessible to the people in the group. Um, because there's so many different time zones, everything will probably be 
either pre-recorded completely or live at different times of the day to try and give everyone an option. Um, and then people will have access to the recording. So we're gonna make it kind of organic and see what works best for people. But really the goal is just to get everyone together who's thinking about this stuff and have a real conversation. Because right now I feel like a lot of the conversation is like, you just need to be relaxed and you need to be so peaceful and blah, 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 blah. And like, why aren't you already spending an hour meditating a day? And that's just not real life. I want a place where people can have real conversations about self-care. Right. I love that. I was going to ask you, and you just said it, but what are your one, like your pet peeves in the self-care trends that are happening? Like what are the other non-realistic things that people are suggesting in kind of the self-care realm? I know mine are kind of more superficial of like, get a facial, what, you know, those moments, but what are some trends that you're just like, that may not apply to everyone or that's not the first step to take in self-care? Yeah, I think the biggest pet peeve for me is just people thinking that they have to spend money or they're doing it wrong because already then you get kind of like a privilege thing. If mm-hmm. you don't have the money to spend however much on a massage, then you feel like, oh, well, self-care isn't a thing that I can do. So that's one of my big pet peeves. There's also, and I think this is getting somewhat better, but a lot of the ways that self-care is portrayed is really aspirational and it's like these thin white ladies which is not what any of us looks like and it's like their peak self-care and everyone else has to kind of align to what self-care is for them and that really annoys me i love that that's interesting because you never really give it a second thought um as far as who it is that channeled this message first but you're right, ever since I was growing up, it was like, it seemed as if, and no offense, I don't mean this in a, in a prejudiced way, but it always seemed as if like white women were very relaxed. Like they had like options to be more relaxed and to have more time, right? Like they just had time to like do their own thing. And my mom was always like super busy. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, they just seemed like they had so much more free time. And you're right, it could be economic class because they had the ability to have more free time versus our parents had to work more. You know what I mean? Because it was just part of the economic class. I understand what you mean. And I think that's interesting put it that way as we were talking about growing up, self-care was going to the hair salon, right? Like that is a moment of self-care for like, especially for my mother. That's where kind of the money went to because they were self-care of their hair and themselves, but also preparing for the day of work because that's what you're getting your hair for. If you're done for it's because it's Sunday and I got to go to work on Monday or Saturday, Sunday, and I'm going to do something like that on whatever day. So it's interesting. You don't think about it as a kid growing up and as you get older and you're wanting to participate more in this new self-care regime and kind of break kind of old habits that you have from your parents growing up. It's it's really self-reflecting to kind of realize, okay, I can do way more than just go get my hair done every Saturday or Sunday. Right. You know, there's, there's other layers to it. Yeah, and I just feel like if you look at advertisements of any type of wellness or yoga, oh, yeah. it's going to tend to be a white woman. And that's just kind of been like the portrayal of wellness for so long. And I think yep. there are a ton of women of color who are starting to change what the face of wellness looks like. But traditionally, it's kind of been like, this is what it means to be well. And then everyone else just try and shift yourself to fit this perspective, whether it's like 
essentially you'd have to change your body type or you'd have to change the type of self-care that works for you. Like some people can't sit down and meditate and do a silent meditation. Some people like to do dancing meditations. Some people like to listen to something guided. Some people use cooking as their meditation. All of that is okay. And so I guess that's the other pet peeve is that there's like the, the good version of self-care and you're doing it right if you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is like, you're not on our level yet. I don't yeah. Know. I love that. Thank you for sharing something so like that. It puts a different you- perspective. Do you maybe have like um, a good, maybe quick solution <coughs> um, approach for people who are, especially we're, we're all part of the entrepreneur community and we speak to that community as, the, as a grand scale. That's the majority of the, our listeners. It's stressful <clears throat> to kind of build your own dream. And it's stressful to, to keep believing in something because a, a lot of things come along the way that you don't plan for. That's part of the journey of being a true entrepreneur and really being a self-starter. It's a hard path. You know what I mean? And like you don't get a lot of gratification from it when you're growing. Um, do you have anything that can help, maybe some advice to cope with, with the failure? Of, of it, you know what I mean? Because you want to keep going and you do keep going, but for those moments that are just really tough and that you have, like you mentioned yesterday, your 12-hour days, you know, is there, what, what's a good, um, maybe one, two, three that you may suggest for that type of thing? Yeah, I think this is something that I've been reflecting on a lot because I'm here building a self-care company, wanting to help other people take care of themselves And more often than I would like to admit, I don't feel like I'm taking care of myself at the level that I should. So as I say these things, I don't want anyone to be like, oh, Taylor has it figured out. No, this is something (laughs) I'm always trying to figure out. Right. Um, So I think the big thing is just to pause, to take a moment. For me, it helps me to close my eyes because when my eyes are open, I'm like thinking about oh, I need to send this to someone. Oh, a notification just popped up. So closing your eyes, just taking a moment to be in your body, to listen to yourself. You might notice something come up like, hey, I'm thirsty. That's a way that you can practice self-care is to get up and to go get yourself a glass of water. Or it might be like, I'm a little tired. Okay, maybe if you don't, you can't just go take a nap right then and there. Maybe you say, okay, I'm going to go to bed a half an hour earlier than I thought I would tonight. Um, Taking that time to just listen, and then it doesn't have to be a big grand gesture. It can just be a little tweak. You might realize that you're hungry. This happens to me a lot. I just start doing things, and then all of a sudden it's 2 p.m. and I've had nothing to eat today. And yeah, that's really bad. And also I love to eat, so I'm like, why am I just (laughs) of food um so yeah taking that second to listen sometimes it's just as easy as taking a few deep breaths and just like okay let's get some oxygen flowing let's get some of the stress hormones out it sounds simple but it's really hard mostly because it's hard for us to take that time to pause so I would recommend maybe just putting some random reminders that pop up throughout the day like hey check in and just take a minute to check in, take two minutes to respond, whatever it is, and then move on with your day. And then maybe four hours later, you check in again. 
that's a great, great suggestion yeah. those are great suggestions especially the reminder i start using your iphone a little even though we're trying to separate ourselves from it like the phone but using reminders as pop-ups and things like that to do things even as simple as drinking water is a major key point uh taylor tell our listeners how they can find you how they can sign up for these uh both community and uh, in-person classes um, with Inner Workout and where to follow you, social media, contact, all that great stuff. Yeah, um, I am on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And then you can find Inner Workout at Inner Workout. And then you can request an invitation to the free community and sign up for classes on Inner Workout's website, which is just innerworkout.co. Awesome. I'm glad you can kind of hold on to that name to inner workout. It feels like it's something that's already might've been elsewhere, yeah. but it's a really great uh, name straight to the point of what you're doing while you're here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I was like, let me snap up that domain real quick. Yeah, there you go. Well, um, we really appreciate you sharing um, a positive uh, approach to the world that we live in. Uh, thank you so much for doing something for the community and for doing something for women as well. I, I know that you didn't say this is a female-based thing only, but we know that women will gravitate to what you're doing. So it's really cool. And um, we wish you the best of luck. And thank you so much for, for bringing peace to this chaotic world that we live in. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is fun. Awesome. Thank you, Taylor. Um, so yes, thank you so much, Taylor, for your... Uh, being a guest on our podcast we really enjoyed the conversation now for our recommendations of the week <laughs> i'm actually going to recommend um watching the amazon prime special uh rihanna put out for her savage fenty lingerie line when i tell you that this was freaking fire please believe me it was awesome. It was like, you know, she, I love Rihanna. Like, I love her. You know what yeah. I mean? She's like, she has this thing about her that it's just, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, her music is just so dope. It's like, it's, I don't know. I think she came up right at the right time for our generation. So, like, she's like, sure. you know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. really great to us. And um, it was awesome. Her lingerie line, super inclusive. She had all kinds of models. I mean, all kinds of models. From... Um, thin to plus size to handicap to women of color to all kinds of gothic like it was so well done and also she had this awesome dancer that was the choreographer for her entire fashion show her name mm -hmm. is Paris and she's from the Netherlands I believe oh my god this girl is like if I had to do a performance somewhere and I had the resources Paris would be choreographing all of my moves because her stuff was awesome check it out and uh, I think you will not regret it on Amazon Prime um, the special um, and I think she's going to get an award for it. That's how dope I think it is. Wow. Mm -hmm. A fashion show. I definitely got to check that out. I haven't had a moment to that. Mm -hmm. um, and love Rihanna, obviously. My recommendation this week is I think I posted this on my Facebook or somewhere else. It is a show on Showtime. It's a docuseries called Couples Therapy. And so kind of aligned with our inner workout conversation, couples therapy is you're in the room with the therapist and the couples, guys. When I talk about super mind-blowing moments, like 
you're like, I don't know if I can be in a relationship. You kind of start even thinking to yourself, like, how would I be in this situation? How do I fit myself a part of this? How do I, it's just so mind blowing. And there's breakthrough moments that even you have a small breakthrough, like, oh, that was deep. Or like, oh, I know where all this stemmed from, why that man acts that way towards his wife, Very, or why she acts that way, stalking him. Like, it's just so intriguing, so fascinating. Um, check out Couples Therapy on Showtime for sure. That, that sounds is, really good. It's really good. And Even the like, therapist has a therapist. Oh my God. I think it's cool because like we're all naturally nosy. So it's like you're kind yes. of part of a conversation and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> And it's real life. Like, these are really yeah. real people. So extremely fascinating. A lot of fun to watch. Make sure to check that out. Um, yeah. And it kind of makes you open to the idea of, like, maybe therapy isn't such a, you know, if you've always been second-guessing therapy, this will be like, okay, I see the point of it now. No, the therapy hands down is super, super, super important. I, I personally, I'll share, just for those of you who don't want to go to therapy, you guys know I went through a really hard time this year. I had to go to therapy to kind of cope of with, with trauma. And honestly, I don't think I would be able to be where I'm at internally if it wasn't mm-hmm. for me seeking uh, some type of help because there's certain things that your support system just doesn't have the answers for because it's not something normal. So exactly. since we are talking about inner self-care, sometimes you have to admit, hey, I need to talk to somebody because this was difficult. And my support system is just not in a place where they can necessarily give me the right guidance for this particular situation. So once again, I agree with Marley. Part of inner self-care is going out and saying, you know what, I do need to talk to somebody. So that's, it's very aligned with our show. And relationships are hard work. <laughs> so I totally am looking forward to I think I'm going to watch that myself. Oh, I'll watch it and text me and tell me how you feel after. <laughs> Someone was having a, some guy on my Facebook was commenting underneath and he's like, well, homie's just misunderstood. I said, I see why his misogynistic ways is misunderstood to you. Right. Very entertaining. You guys check it out. Comment us also how you thought about the Rihanna show. Um, This has been a fantastic episode, a great way to start the week, I think. So if you have any questions, uh, comments, suggestions, email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com. Follow me at Love Marley, M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore on Instagram and all those other places. And you can follow Diana and find Diana. At I am Diana C underscore on Instagram. Um, make sure to also follow our page for Fresh Mondays Podcast at our um, Instagram, Fresh Mondays Podcast on Facebook, and email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in communicating with us about being on the show. And for those of you out there, um, Takashi69 is not the way to be, okay? Stop snitching. And uh, it's been it's been a circus. Also, don't be a follower, because if you're not made for this, don't be in this. That's all it is. <laughs> and for that, have a great Monday, guys. <laughs>